this is Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love, welcoming you back to the Love You Podcast, a place where you can learn everything you need to know about dating, relationships, sex, and men from a man's point of view. And today, we are talking about sex. Before we get to that, I just want to give you a free gift for being a podcast listener. Go to www.evanmarkcats.com forward slash free dash trial to get two weeks on confidence in my Love You program. It's absolutely free. It's going to help you get over the guy in your past, feel better about yourself, turn the, the frown upside down, and uh, get back out there and, and, and start attracting high-quality men. Uh, and that is my gift to you just for being here today. So www.evanmarkcats.com to get... Uh, your free gift. So I got a radical theory. Ready for it? Unless you're a woman looking for no strings attached sex, you shouldn't sleep with a guy until he's your boyfriend. There, said it. I call this sexclusivity. Catchy. Uh, and I've been talking about it and been writing about it for years uh, in, the, in the YouTube link below. Uh, it should link to, to uh, the, probably the most, the, the most thoughtful article I've written about it. Uh, why Women Should Make Men Wait for Sex, Part 2. You can probably Google that and find it. But somehow, this stance, which is pretty much designed for women to weed out users and players, has been surprisingly controversial. Uh, I, For the life of me, I don't get it. But, uh, as you'll see in the course of this podcast, a lot of people have objections to make a guy wait until he's your boyfriend before he's, you have sex with him. So my guess is that, like politics, people jump to some false conclusions about sexclusivity, that it's somehow anti-sex, or anti-feminist, or manipulative, or game-playing, when in fact it's none of the above. I believe you can have sex with whomever you want, whenever you want, honestly. But if you've discovered that it hurts to have sex with a guy, and later that night find out that he's on Match.com, um, or it hurts to have sex with a guy for six weeks only to find out that he's doing the slow fade uh, and has no interest in becoming your boyfriend. Uh, sexclusivity, the thing I'm about to talk about at length today, is the closest thing to a foolproof, foolproof way to protect yourself from that kind of emotional hurt. You hook up, you have some foreplay for a month, uh, and when he wants to have intercourse, intercourse, you say, uh, your speech, and again, the speech is it's coming from the heart. This is not something to memorize, right? Hey Brad, I'm really attracted to you. Oh my God, I would love to have sex with you. I'm having so much fun right now. I just don't sleep with guys who are actively looking for other women on Tinder. You could understand that, right? So if and when we decide that we want to give this relationship a shot, you're in for the night of your life. In the meantime, I could think of some other fun stuff we can do right now. And then you get back to messing around on foreplay. So what does this do? It sets up three important things. Number one, it lets you know, yes, you're attracted to him, and yes, you'd like to sleep with him. It's not a rejection. Right? It says, I have standards and values and boundaries. Right? I know myself well enough to know that I don't like sleeping with men who are still looking for other women. You can understand that, right? Every guy will understand that, that, uh, that part of it. He might not like the result. Right? And you're also not trying to force him into becoming your boyfriend. You're saying, hey, I have no idea where this is going. I'm having fun now. Right? So if we, as a couple, decide that this is a relationship worth having, then we will have sex, and it's going to be good. So you're showing that you're not prudish, you're sexual, you're prudent, you're attracted to him, you're not indiscriminate about your boyfriends or your, or your sexual partners. It, this is what it means to be a sexual being with smart boundaries that you could abide by. This... <clears throat> 
brought out a whole bunch of criticism. And uh, I wrote down all the criticism, uh, and I'm going to repeat it to you. These are things that you might be, be thinking about my sex exclusivity idea. Um, and I'm going to try to address all of your concerns about somehow why this is a bad idea. I think this is, a, this is as, again, as close to a good uh, foolproof idea re regarding sex as there is. Says a woman, what about having sex for the sheer joy of it without any agenda and expectation? My answer to that is, okay, have sex for the sheer joy of it. Then just don't complain when 50% of guys never call you again. Don't complain that guys are using you. Don't complain that you're getting hurt. Don't complain that you see him on Match or Tinder. Don't complain that he hasn't texted you for four days. When you have a boyfriend, you know where you stand with him. He's declared himself your boyfriend. But if you don't care and you could have sex just, right, pure, no strings attached sex, as I said at the very beginning, then by all means, have sex with whomever you want, whenever you want. I don't judge you in the least. Right? The problem is when women say they have no agenda, and then continue to get hurt by guys who sleep with them without any further intentions. Sex doesn't keep any man who doesn't want to be kept. A woman could wait six months, six days, or six hours. If he isn't marriage-minded, it makes little difference. <clears throat> Sex doesn't keep any man who doesn't want to be kept. Um, true but. True but. Um, the idea that it's the same thing if you sleep with a guy within the first six hours of knowing him and the first six weeks of knowing him. Um, I mean, I would, I would say that that's a fallacy. I think uh, uh, objectively, someone would, would, you know, would be like, the guy who proposed to you within six hours? <laughs> right? Would you take him as, ser as seriously as the guy who waited two and a half years? Well, no. We, we, we value things that, that, that are a little bit harder. Right? Anybody who puts themselves out there too quickly um, can be somewhat dubious. Um, so it's not a matter of trying to keep a guy. Sexclusivity is not about trying to keep a guy or trick a guy. I'll get to that later. Um, it's really about you making a good decision as to whether he's boyfriend material. Right? We have no idea if a guy's husband material. That takes a long time. But a guy who keeps showing up, following up, day after day, week after week, over the course of four to six weeks, is far more likely to be a good boyfriend candidate Right? where you can really see what he's made of, his character, not his whole character, but enough of it, than having sex with a guy just because he's cute right on the first date, and then keeping your fingers crossed, I hope this guy's a nice guy too. Right? And that's, that's, to me, that's the, that's the logical component of it. No, sex is not, you know, every guy has, has left someone that he had sex with, and plenty of guys have waited people out for sex, but for a guy who finds sex readily available, who could say, you won't put out on the first couple dates, I'm just going to find someone else who does, he's not going to stick around. The fact that you give him your little sex exclusivity speech means he's going to bolt. And the guy who bolts is not your boyfriend. So it actually scares away the wrong guys and keeps the right guys in the picture. There is a shaming of women for wanting to have sex. By who? Society? Man? Certainly not for me. I, I, I'm a slut. I'm a self-avowed slut. Slept with lots of people. I don't judge. I'm just saying you're more likely to make a good decision about whether a guy is boyfriend material in six weeks than after one or two dates, right? when he's had a chance to reveal his follow-up. Right? I always say it's not what he does on a date, it's how he follows up. Any two people could have fun on a date, any people can get drunk and laugh and tell stories and mess around at home, but what does he do the day, the day later? Does he call you and say, I had a great time, when could I see you again? Or is it like five days of silence and then a text saying, hey, what's up? Big difference, all right, big difference. 
So there's no shaming women who want to have sex. You can sleep with as many people as you want as long as you don't con consistently get surprised when those things don't pan out to anything more than sex. But if you own that and you're a, a sexual person and you essentially conduct yourself the way a typical man does, God bless you. I'm all for it. This is why so many feel used because they waited a month or two or three and finally gave in and poof, he's gone anyway. Well, that's actually my point. Most guys are not willing to spend six weeks getting to know someone just to get laid. They don't. And they're not willing to say, I'll be your boyfriend just so they could get laid. Right? It, 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 it's, it, that defies any logic. If a guy can get laid, he's going to find someone who's just an easier lay. Someone he could text at 1 in the morning and say, hey, could I come over right now? And she'll say, sure. If that's his whole agenda, he's going to go pursue that agenda simply because it's easier. Men don't have to lie to get sex. They don't have to trick you to get sex. They don't have to make promises they can't keep to get sex. So by setting some boundaries, just the way an HR department would say, hey, you don't just get a job because you sent in a good resume. We're going to have to meet a couple of department heads. Do a couple rounds of interviews, maybe do some piecemeal project work for us first before you get hired. You're just, you're just making sure that the guy that you're going to sleep with, when you wake up the next morning, you know where you stand. I don't see what's hard to argue with about that. We women are damned if we do and damned if we don't. Have sex too soon and you're too easy, wait too long and the guy will get it somewhere else. I don't think that's the case. Um, we're trying to find a middle ground. Remember, the whole part of this exclusivity speech is not to um, turn this into some sort of game. You're not trying to trap him. Right? We're, we're actually trying to find that middle ground between his instant gratification and your emotional safety. Right? So if you're hooking up with a guy and you're going from first base to second base to third base and hanging out on third base for a few weeks, guess what? He's getting some gratification. You're getting some gratification. Right? And if you both decide I, I'm not just I'm sexually attracted to you, but I like you platonically. Like, you're cool. Let's give this thing a shot. You're going to be starting on a much firmer foundation than if you did the reverse. And so many people, myself included, just did the reverse. You hop into bed with someone, and then a week later, you're like, oh my god, what have I done? And you spend three weeks trying to get rid of him, <laughs> right? Because it felt good at the time. And I'm just saying, think a little bit. Of course sex feels good at the time. It's hard to have bad sex, I think. So it's not about just fuck first and ask questions later. It's, it's, it's get a, a clear picture about what you're getting yourself into before you have sex, if you have any emotions involved in the sex. Some people don't. If you don't get emotional about sex, you hold no attachment to him ever calling you again, again, I remind you, have sex with whoever you want. Uh, EMK's advice seems unrealistic for anyone not wearing a promise ring. Really? The advice I'm giving you is advice I followed myself. This isn't something I'm telling to women. This is the advice that I made up when I was a single guy and I got sick of fucking my way through the internet in Los Angeles. And I said, you know what? I hate being the guy who sleeps with people and immediately knows that it's not going anywhere and then has to be the get bad guy. So I'm going to ha stop having sex with women who are not my girlfriend. And I did that for like three years. I wouldn't have sex with anybody who wasn't my girlfriend unless it was 100% clear that she was not going to be my girlfriend. Like someone on vacation, you know, like that, that. But, as, but if I were dating someone and she says, do you want to have sex? Nope. What do you mean? I, I don't sleep with women who aren't my girlfriend. Why not? I hate being that guy. I'm a big girl. I can handle it. I'm sure you can, but I, I don't want to. 
I don't want to put myself in that position where I'm the guy who's ambivalent and just does something because it feels good, and then I'm the jerk who doesn't call. So let's, let's hang out here in foreplay land, and if and when we both decide um, that a relationship is in the offing, then it'll be good. This thing I'm telling you to do is something that I did. Right? I'm not a hypocrite. I don't judge, I'm, I'm a slut. I don't judge people who are equally free with their bodies. I just know there's emotional consequences that people don't calculate. And um, uh, you don't need a, there's no promise rings involved. We're not talking about sex until marriage. We're talking about sex until you decide you want to be boyfriend, girlfriend. That could be three and a half weeks like my wife and I. At least not forever. Plus, as a woman who likes sex, what the hell am I going to tell this guy if I don't like the sex? You break up with him. Sex is one component of a relationship. So why would you break up with a guy after three months? Well, turns out that he's not as nice as he seemed at the beginning. And it seems that he's, not, he's not as communicative. He has anger issues. He is uh, uh, unable to support himself emotionally. He has a drug problem that you didn't know about. And yeah, he's terrible in bed. It's one of any number of reasons you could break up. But we discover all these other things after dating. Why is it that we think we have to discover full sexual compatibility before you turn it into a relationship? That's something that we've convinced ourselves in the head. We have to test drive the car, when in fact dating for two, three years is the test driving of the car. You don't have to figure it all out in the first month. Right? But you can get a sense of how someone is in bed from how they kiss and how they initiate foreplay and how they go down on you. And you can get a lot of things figured out before you have sex. And again, I know these are arbitrary dividing lines. But the idea that you have to have sex first and then commit, well, again, sex is just one component upon which, if it's no good, you have every right to break up after you've given the relationship a shot. But at least you didn't put yourself in the precarious position of having sex with a stranger and then being surprised or disappointed that it didn't pan out. If our culture once again starts demanding and creating chaste women, you're going to get chaste women through and through. Really? Really? Do you think that's, that's what this is about? I'm demanding chaste women? I'm a guy who is a dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, many of whom have masculine energy, many of whom uh, are uh, sexually liberated. And despite the fact they're sexually liberated, they get devastated when they sleep with guys and discover that those guys are not monogamous to them. This advice is for them. I'm not asking anybody to be chaste or save anything for marriage. I'm asking you to use your head instead of just your hormones to make your decisions. So as an aside before we close the second half, before we close the first half of this podcast, it's interesting, and I'll, I'll call it out, how some no means no women get really upset when I tell women they're actually allowed to say no. <laughs> actually allowed to say no. As if I'm somehow restricting your choice. I'm not. Sleep with who you want. Or if I'm, it sounds like I'm slut shaming you. I'm not. Sleep with whoever you want. I'm only saying one thing, and I'm saying it over and over because it doesn't get through. Sleeping with a man without commitment increases your chances of getting your heart broken by selfish, emotionally unavailable, commitment-phobic guys. If you're willing to take that risk because you love sex so much, more power to you. When we come back, there are more reader ob objections to sex exclusivity and more logical answers that remind you that it's smart to know where you stand before you have sex with him for the first time. My name is Evan Mark Katz. This is the Love You Podcast. We will be right back.
Hey, this is Evan Marquette, standing coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love, welcoming you back to the Love You podcast, where you can learn everything you need to know about dating, relationships, sex, and men. And today, we're talking about sex, specifically sex exclusivity, why women should make men wait for sex. And um, I didn't think this is a particularly controversial subject, but got a lot of reader feedback from it over the years, and, and want to answer each of those objections with a good solid logical answer which probably won't change your mind but makes me feel good um, here's another objection to sex exclusivity what I want to challenge you on is the notion that women ought to, be, ought to be bartering sex for commitment this is a really common argument and it's one that drives me up the wall um, because it, 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 it lacks a nuanced understanding of what, what is a very simple comp, uh, 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 concept sex exclusivity is not trading uh, sex for commitment um, it's not you commit to me and you get laid, even though that seems to be the bare bones of it. It's I have no idea who you are as a man. I'm just really attracted to you and I've had four drinks. And I know myself well enough to know that sleeping with a cute stranger after four drinks hasn't served me very well in the past. You don't have to say all this, but this is the logic. So I know from the past that sleeping with a cute stranger after four drinks hasn't always been a good decision because a good portion of those guys uh, don't call again. Uh, aren't even particularly nice guys. Don't want a future, don't want to get married, don't want anything, don't treat me nice, don't follow up quickly. So I'm not trying to uh, co coerce you into being my boyfriend. I want to wait the next five, six weeks to figure out if you're worthy of being my boyfriend. That's the logic. You don't have to say that. But I want to spend this time right, going around the bases, having fun, dating, hooking up, right, to figure out if the guy I sleep with is the guy that I want to keep sleeping with before I do so, instead of sleeping with you first and then figuring out all this stuff afterwards. So we're not trading sex for commitment. We are forestalling sex and commitment and tying them together, right? Because you're gonna make a better decision about a guy over the course of a month than you will in one, two, three dates. That's all this is about, right? Gathering information. I'm getting a new web team right now. I've been interviewing uh, I started with 10 teams, I got it down to four, down to two. I've been interviewing for three weeks, right? And the teams are like, wow, you're really diligent about this. You have a lot of questions. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's like getting married. I have a I gotta really make sure that this is the right thing. I'm hiring a web team that's gonna be my business partners for the next seven years. That's not something you do after an hour long interview and 10 questions and a resume, right? So slow and steady wins the race when it comes to dating. I don't know why that's controversial, but we are not trading sex for commitment whatsoever. You're making sure that the person that you're having sex with is a person you want to be committed to. Um, what keeps guys around is not sex or the prospect of sex, although it sure doesn't hurt. It's a strong, confident in herself woman who takes pride in herself and doesn't rely on sneaky tactics to try to catch or keep a man. If this wasn't so transparent, <laughs> I would say it was sneaky, but it's, it is completely transparent. You're telling the guy exactly what you're doing. I'm attracted to you. I don't like sleeping with guys who are looking for other women. Right? Let's keep this relationship going, see where it goes. And if we are both in accordance down the road and we want to take our profiles down and have sex and give this relationship a shot, you're in for the night of your life. I see nothing sneaky about that. And I see nothing manipulative about that. If the guy wants to bail because that's too much work, she just weeded out a guy who's trying to get laid. If the guy sticks around because he thinks she's worth it, worth a few more weeks of dating without sex, he'll come back for more. So uh, 
what keeps guys around is not sex or the prospect of sex, it's a strong, confident woman. Well, yes and yes. You, it takes a strong, confident woman to say no to sex with a guy who is of high value, right? who may take his wares elsewhere. It takes a strong, confident woman to say no to that. He values those boundaries. Right? Confidence isn't having sex with a stranger. Right? Could be, but that's not the mark of confidence. Confidence is doing what's right for you, irrespective of what's right for him. And by the way, the prospect of sex does keep guys around. Right? When sex is off the table, it, it drives them away. If, 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 I, if, if, if you negotiate with me on the first date, by the way, I don't, you know, I don't have sex until marriage. Okay, well, there's, there's no sex, second date, sex, sex and date. There's no second date. Right? If you're going to kiss me on the cheek for five straight dates, you, you and I have different views about uh, proper sexual pacing. The whole point of going around the bases is that it's reasonable sexual pacing. Right? It's not an either or. And I've had women who are like, well, if I kiss a guy, I'm going to sleep with him. Why? Well, I just do. Like, I've, you know, I've had been having sex for so long that if I kiss a guy, I'm just going to sleep with him. Don't. Don't. Do other things. Go further. Find more gratification. Enjoy foreplay. Go back to high school. It worked. And it works really well um, if you're willing to employ it. If you're not and you fuse kissing and sex, I have to have sex with every guy I kiss, well, you're overcomplicating things for yourself. Being ready to share intimacy with a man you like and having a connection is by no means being reckless. It's being real and embracing your feminine wholeness. Okay, embrace your feminine wholeness. Once again, don't complain that he fucked you and left. What do you want from him? Right. Does being ready to share intimacy with a man that you have a connection with is not being reckless? You're right. It's not, it's not reckless. It's, it, it's, if you want to do it and it's working for you, then you can ignore this entire podcast. If you're happy having sex with a, a guy you barely know because you have a connection with him and you're completely disassociated emotionally from any follow-up on that, go ahead. This is only if you've had a problem with sex and, it, and the aftermath turning out that the guy doesn't want you or he's not a particularly good guy. That, the, the advice is only for those people, but if you are that liberated, again, the way I was, having sex with people and not really caring about it. If you, could, if you could have sex like a guy and have no emotional investment in seeing that person again, go ahead, it's fun. This advice is not for you. All right, so don't defend yourself. This is advice is for the woman who's sick of men disappearing, leaving, and disappointing after sex. I had sex with my man on the first date, and shortly after, he asked me for a relationship, and now I am claimed as his girlfriend. A broken clock is right twice a day. I had sex uh, with a guy after 15 minutes on a bathroom floor, and we are now grandparents. Okay. Is that, is that the proper script for becoming grandparents and staying together for 50 years? No. It just worked out for you. For every person who had sex with a stranger, I mean, and by the way, a lot of relationships start that way. Many of my relationships started that way. All right, so again, there's no judgment in this. It's just observation about trying to minimize your hurt. There's nothing wrong with sleeping with someone really quickly because we're animals and it feels good and you had a couple drinks and there's, there's really, really nothing wrong with it. There's no shame. This is exclusively about protecting a woman's emotions when she's sick of her emotions being trampled on. Um, because, and I have a little list here to remind me, this woman, you know, I, you know, guy had sex with her, claimed her as a girlfriend. I've done the same thing. 
but I've also had sex with people and never called them again. So she got claimed as a girlfriend. That doesn't mean it happens all the time, because sometimes the guy who has sex with you doesn't like you as a person. He likes your body, but not your personality. He's really lonely and really horny. He's seeing someone else at the same time. He's on the rebound. He's emotionally unavailable. He's a selfish prick. Those are all possibilities for that guy you sleep with. But you don't know that because you've only gone out with him twice. So better to find that out. Maybe we just like sex too and we need to get laid as much as men. OK, no objection here. Why would a man want a relationship with all that it involves when he can go have sex and leave and do whatever he wants? Why would a man want a relationship? Because men are not as, even if we, I mean, I've said this before in, uh, in, in Love You and in other places, men look for sex, and in the process of looking, sex, they, looking for sex, they find love. The end game for most men right, is not sex, it's, it's a relationship. We want to be loved and appreciated and admired and respected and uh, have a best friend and, a, uh, and companionship and family and stability and, I mean, everything that comes with it. We, men enjoy relationships too. Sex is just a component. So we go out looking for sex, we'll sleep with anything that walks, and at a certain point we're like, oh, she's really cool, I, I, I like her also. Right? So the idea that why would a man want a relationship when he could go have sex and leave and do whatever he wants, well, if you think that, if you, that's all you think of men, <laughs> that we're just sort of walking sex machines, you need to get to know some better men. Um, uh, 50 million American men are married. Nobody put a gun to their heads. They did it by their own volition. So why would he do that? Beats the shit out of me, but a lot of people seem to make that choice. Sex is easy. A relationship is a journey. If these interactions are not at least playful and easy from the start, they rarely ever become. Uh, I agree. And that's why the tone of your sex exclusivity speech is very important. Right? It is fun. It is playful. I am attracted to you. I do want you. I would love to. I just don't like sleeping with guys until we know where we're going. And since we, we've only met three hours ago, right? it seems like it's not the best idea. Let's keep this moving forward, and when we decide what we want as a relationship, it's going to be great. Right? And then you get back to hooking up. Right? It is playful. You're not making him wrong. You're not making him feel rejected. You're not making him feel like a rapist. You're, you're literally just, just telling him, not yet. Keep going. Right? So no one wants to negotiate sex. It's true. I wouldn't recommend having this conversation over, the, over Caesar salad. This is a conversation that only comes when it's appropriate, when he's reaching for his wallet for the condom is when we, we have this conversation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right? I'm really attracted to you, but I don't have sex with guys who aren't my boyfriend. Because right? you're going to go home and check Tinder, and you know that doesn't make me feel good. And you can understand that. Every guy gets it. Every guy gets it. And so, no, we don't want to negotiate. Yes, we want to make, make it feel playful. But this is the woman who's the CEO. She's in control. This is the way things go here. I don't sleep with guys who are actively looking at other women. And if he doesn't like that, bye-bye. Simple as that. That's power. That's confidence. And that's important. This is coming from a place of power. It's not weakness. right? You're the CEO, and if this intern says, screw that. I don't want any job that makes me work for a month to get the job. Great, you just weeded out an unqualified intern. Um, the petulant interns who think that they deserve sex with women without commitment because it's just been three, they already put in three dates and a couple hundred dollars, they don't get the job. Right? They might feel righteous as if the woman is being a prude or playing a game. She's not, right? She's sussing out the players. 
right? And she's putting herself first because she's determined that sleeping with a man and waiting by the phone for him to call or text is a really sh shitty feeling. And it feels much better to have a guy who you wake up next to and you know the guy I slept with is my boyfriend, right? And that's her right, just as it's his right to bail if he wants sex faster, right? It's both your rights to set your boundaries and find that point in the Venn diagram where your needs overlap. So in my book, the guy who bails when you set your boundaries, it's more his loss than your loss when he disappears. And it's important to realize that. The thing that you're looking for, thousands of women have followed this advice and feel better about themselves for following this advice. If you choose not to, I don't take it personally at all. Sleep with whoever you want. But if you're sick of getting hurt by guys, I would highly consider listening closely to this podcast or checking out this, the link to Why Women Should Make Men Wait for Sex, Part 2. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me on this Love You podcast. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Next week, I'm talking with Dr. Sherry Myers about when chatting becomes cheating, a whole episode about infidelity. If you've been touched by infidelity and want to learn more to make sure it doesn't happen in the future, I encourage you to tune in next Wednesday. If you enjoyed this podcast, follow me on Twitter at Evan Mark Katz. Follow me on Facebook with 65,000 other people. Look beneath uh, the video on YouTube for specific links to all of these things. And remember, go to www.evanmarkkatz.com forward slash free dash trial to get two weeks on confidence in my Love You coaching program. Absolutely free just for being a friend and a fan. I love you. I appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you next week. Um, and again, go to www.evanmarkkatz.com to get your free gift. Thank you so much, and I will see you next week.